It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Joe Buscaino is the city councilman for the city of Los Angeles, 15th district. And he's with us. Uh, Joe, what do you say? What do you know? How are you, bub? Happy Friday. Got through another week, Tim. That's exactly right, man. How about that craziness at Encino Hospital, huh? Wow. Thank God they got him in custody. Poor doctors and nurses. I mean, my goodness, even a a hospital in the Valley. God help us. I know. It's crazy, huh? Uh, Hey, by the way, do you guys, what kind of security do you guys have at City Hall? Do you have to go through metal detectors in order to get into the chambers there? Yes. In fact, we have more heightened security now at City Hall Good based on uh, what's taking place in our society. So, yes, it's like going through an airport. Yeah, and you get uh, lunatics uh, down there to yell at you guys every once in a while. Huh? They sit in the audience, and they're uh, like the uh, crazies, huh? I, I, I just uh, – the freedom of speech does not give you a freedom to be an idiot. What we're finding <laughs> today in city council, these outrageous – uh, the disruptions right. like these guys get excited there's a handful of them who come in curse us out and they get excited because they get to post it on twitter ah. and it's, it does a disservice to those who from the public who actually want to hear the debate want to sure. hear the items being called it, it's it's childish behavior i mean if third graders behave better than these guys that come in when they come visit us it's yeah. outrageous and the city attorney is so weak he protects these guys mm. when he calls the, the president a C-word, the F-bombs. He's saying, yeah, you know, it's a freedom of speech, but right. this is hate speech. Yeah, no, you're right. It's it's uh, it's very close. I mean, I, I think you're right. I think yeah. it is uh, hate speech. Hey, so last week was uh, yeah. Fleet Week. Uh, a lot of folks showed up, huh? Amazing. 2,000-plus sailors and their families and friends, thousands of visitors came down to the waterfront here in Pedro, oh, that's great, man. near and far. And what we found um, that, you know, the future of San Pedro, that Fleet Week would look like San Pedro every single night when we build out this waterfront due to open end of 2023. Retail dining entertainment is going to be exciting, 6,500-seat amphitheater. The, the restaurants down here in downtown Pedro were popping. Sure. We laid out the uh, navy blue carpet for our military personnel. You know, such a rich history down here uh, with, uh, oh, yeah. with the military, as we talked about last week. It was a welcoming reception. It was incredible. You saw sailors out from the, visiting us here, and they were in, in Hollywood. Uh, they're all over the place. It was it was amazing to pay tribute to their service. You know, I'm glad that they're finally doing it, though. I, I think, and, and you're probably uh, on the same page here, uh, I, I think that San Pedro lost, you know, 40 years of being a great destination. It used to be ports of call when I was a kid, and then uh, all of a sudden it sort of disappeared yeah. off the radar, and now it's back. It's coming back. Well, that, that, that's what drove me to run for the seat. I've seen it as a kid growing up, fond memories of, oh, yeah. of, of you know, Jay and I, our, our, our siblings, our cousins, aunts and uncles. We loved going down there. But 
you know, 40, 50 year old property that was never touched. Right. And it's happening as we speak. Our vision's coming to life. And and, and is that going to be, is that, that, is that tax money or is that all private money? It's a public private partnership, we call it, where on the public side, the, the port in, uh, invested and in, built out the infrastructure that you see today. And then the, the private developer, the Rakovich and Jericho team are building out. Uh, the other half oh, with cool. uh, retail dining entertainment, 90% is already uh, leased out. Wow. Um, yeah, Machero's is coming. Uh, Sugar Factory is coming. A um, number of other Jaybirds is coming down here. Oh, that's and then wild. And the Nederlander folks are going to um, program the concert venue. Okay. Is there going to be a like a, a light rail or any kind of uh, service to that area where people can jump on? Uh, you know, I know there's there's a line that goes to Long Beach. I think it's a green or blue line. Is there anything that's going to come to San Pedro? No, the um, it was poor planning. They they took that line to to Long Beach as you just right. recognized. Um, so we have the the uh, the silver line that comes down the bus. Bus line comes directly down to San Pedro. Uh, but you know, it's people think we're so far out. It's it's it's, it's fairly close. You can get down here in, in a matter of, of, of good twenty minutes from or twenty five sure. minutes from any part. And by the way, that new um, that new bridge in, uh, between you guys and Long Beach is beautiful. Gorgeous. The infrastructure that was uh, that built out, um, led by the Robert Garcia and his predecessor. Um, yeah, it, it's allowing now bigger ships to come in and out of the Long Beach Harbor. Oh, that's great, man. That's fantastic. Hey, have they gotten the backlog all done, or are there, are there still a bunch of ships offshore, anchored offshore? Huge, nah, huge improvement. Much Good. better. Thank God. God bless our longshoremen working 24-7, our truck drivers coming out, moving the goods. Uh, we still are seeing record-breaking numbers down here, and we're also seeing a spike in cruise industry. The oh, that's cruise great. passengers, uh, the princess are coming in and out of the port as well. I don't know. Do you like going to cruises? I love cruises. I can't get my wife or daughter on one to save my life, but I, I, I would love to. Because <laughs> they have casinos, right? Like, oh, yeah. We love to go to cruises. Yeah. Yeah. Sit there and... Is it true that you and your wife only go on swingers cruises? I, I read that somewhere. We don't. Absolutely not. No? Okay. Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> right. Maybe I, I read that somewhere. I'll have to fix that in Wikipedia yeah. or something. I don't know what's going on. Um, uh, all right. So what? So uh, I know that we have, you know, Dodger Stadium. There's always been talk about a gondola going from uh, the train station to Dodger Stadium. Is that is that any closer to being uh, realized? It's moving forward. Oh, it, it is, is moving forward. I think it's going to be a reality here. Of course, you've got the opposition folks who are claiming They're, to be environmental issues. They'll oppose everything, though. If we sat around and listened to them, nothing right. would ever get done. Absolutely, the house of no with these advocates. That's these, right. The opposition. It's like we got to we got to move quickly on this. This is getting people off out of the cars and getting into the stadium quicker. Yeah, that's, that's why you know this election come Tuesdays. This is get that's out the right. It's Tuesday already. I can't Let's believe go. that. Tuesday, big day. All it's right, here. so uh, we're huge weekend. We'll be covering it on Tuesday. Maybe you can call us on Tuesday yeah. from wherever uh, you know this party's going to be. Where is the party going to be? Well, I'll be with Rick uh, Caruso at the Grove. Uh, oh, you're going to be at the Grove at a watch party. They're going to be there. So, yeah, I'll definitely call in. Okay, we'll good. Connect with Bellio. Okay. And we'll give you an update, give you a live reporting from oh, that's the Grove, great. the next mayor of Los Angeles. Yeah. All right, that's terrific. All right, we'll, we'll talk to you on Tuesday. Fun. Have a great weekend. Tell Jay I said hey, and uh, good luck with those uh, crazy cruises you go on.
<laughs> all right have a good night guys okay all right thanks, thanks. all right there you guys i'm sorry i didn't mean to embarrass I guess I, I, I guess i got wrong information <laughs> i read that yeah. somewhere and I, I i didn't want to ask him on the air but all of a sudden he was on the phone with us and you know it got crazy you know what the hell i should have asked him oh i should have asked him about the budget 13 billion dollar budget to run the city of la 13 billion dollars right and it looks like hell. Ah, oh, no, I'm just kidding. I love that guy. All right. Uh, we'll speak to him on Tuesday, though. The big election night is Tuesday. So if you want to uh, vote for mayor of Los Angeles, I'm not voting for mayor. Crozier's not. Stefouche is not. Angel's not. And Bellio's not. None of us are going to vote for Rick Caruso because none of us live in L.A. None of us. That's, uh, I guess, our loss. How, how have you been able, I mean, you're a music guy. How have you been able to avoid Jonas Brothers? Yeah, because um, uh, they were, because they were, po- Sydney should have been in that sort of demographic, but in, during that period, she wasn't into that sort of stuff. She was more into into the music that I was playing. Foo Fighters was big at that, oh, is that around right? that time. So, yeah, I think it was more along that lines. Old school. Uh, well, For her. Yeah. Well, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. But man. yeah, it was more she she definitely was more Foo Fighters. She she's made up for it now with all of her uh, K-pop stuff that she is into. Uh oh, she's into that stuff now. Oh yeah, well uh, that's what she does with the dancing and stuff. Oh, that's right, that's yeah. right, that's right. I uh, man, I'm looking at this double double on TV. Hmm? God Almighty, I don't know how everyone just doesn't go there. Come on, when they see that. Come on, cook. Come on, cook. Since 1948, that In and Out's been around. I went to In and Out today. Uh, and uh, had a, uh, a beautiful burger, fries, and man, when you bite into that burger, that first bite into that In-N-Out burger, when you've been waiting for 20 minutes in line, it's there's nothing like it. That's Friday's night's the only time I will get In-N-Out, there's <laughs> even nothing, with the line. I know, even with the line, there's nothing like it. That first bite in that hot burger with that cold lettuce and the ketchup, oh, get out of here. In and Out's so good for me that I don't feel bad by doing, because I do like animal protein. So I don't do the bun, I do the lettuce, but that's how good In-N-Out is. Right. Yes, I can, sir, I can go I without the bun, and it's like phenomenal. That's what I do. Right yeah, on. you know what? That's, I I try to do that, but it it gets. I I I know the it's bun's not so good messy. for you and stuff, but that bun is so great. Yeah, the bun is good, but that soft marshmallowy bun. The the meat and cheese is more flavorful though. With the without the bun, you definitely taste the meat and the, uh, yeah, the cheese. Yeah, and sometimes I'll do that's it even true. without the cheese. A double hamburger is even really good because they put the grilled onions on there with a animal style. Yeah, I don't know pickles. where I don't know where they get their cheese from, but nobody else has cheese like that, <laughs> right? Nobody. And I also don't know how they do this either. But I've been going to In and Out since I was born, and I've never once seen a delivery truck drop stuff off. When do they drop the hamburgs off? Have you seen trucks around at town, like the on the morning. freeway? No, I've seen them on the freeway and right. stuff, but you I've never, never seen, seen them at, the, at store. the actual stores. Yeah, but they don't have any freezers there, so they have to drop them off every day. Yeah. Oh, you ha- mean the actual like drop offs? Yeah, the drop. They yeah. bring in the meat and dropping them off. Because I was going to say, like, I'm see- I've seen them on the freeway. Yeah, I've seen them on the freeway all the time. Yeah, but how do they know how many burgers to order and to- how many and and to ship them to the store? Yeah, I've never heard of them running out. I've never heard of, and, and, and I know people are saying, oh, wow, there's a commercial for In-N-Out. Yeah, well, you know, they do great, uh, you know, they make a great meal. But I've also <laughs> not once in going there for 58 years, not once do I remember they're screwing up my order. Not once. And they, they double, triple, and triple, and quadruple check it, though. 
when and you order, incredible. they repeat yeah. it back to you. Then the guy who takes your money repeats it back to you. Then the lady at the window who gives you your burgers tells you what you're getting. And you're like, wow, man, if they screwed up, it's on me. I love how they keep track even with the two lines. It's like, man, how do you – Because and I always feel like it's a race. Man, I got to get there before that guy that I, I picked <laughs> the right, right lane. You, you can have like three or four different orders, like 5,000 different orders, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, we got it. Right. And they'll repeat it. They'll put it in the box, yeah. and you'll have it fresh, everything. And 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 also, you never. I've never run into a, a rude a hole who works there. I was just gonna say that that, that to me is too. one of the, the, the biggest selling points to to go in there is you you just never have a problem with an attitude from an in and out employee. I haven't. Never, not one. They're always upbeat, but I bet you anything that's part of the uh, job I- uh, interview. That's an emphasis. I'm. Oh betting, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like hey, uh, so. Uh, how do you like your uh, your what's your relationship with like your mom and dad? Oh, my mom's a B, and my dad's an A hole. Okay, you're done, <laughs> and then they're gone. But man, I I I, I don't know. I, when my daughter said, because uh, I said to her uh, around lunch, I go, "Hey, you hungry?" Goes, "Yeah." What about In and Out? I'm like, "Whoa, boom! In the car, let's go." I mean, that was like a home run when she said, "Let's go to In and Out," and she always gets the same thing. I get the same thing, and. And uh, just sit in the car and eat it, right? And I, and I love the long line at the end now because that's where I catch up with my daughter and find out what's going on, you know? Uh, because, I, yeah. I, you know, at home, you don't just sit there and, and BS with them, right? They go to the room. You go to, you know, your office and do whatever you do. But when you're in the car together and it's just the two of you, you know, you, hey, so what's going on with, you know, your friends? What's going on with, you know, the school, with the, the cheer? What's happening with the this? catch up. Yeah, yeah, you catch yeah. up, man. And... Here's another thing, and then we'll move on. Okay, I get it. But the only restaurant that gives cold Heinz ketchup packets, you get cold packets. Oh, right. I don't know anybody else that does. That. I would imagine that's super true. Yeah, you're pretty. You're pretty plain with the, what you get. Pretty I, regular, I guess. I used to get everything, and then you know, as you get older, you can't have anything. <laughs> so I get uh, just the burger, extra lettuce, extra ketchup, and that's a beautiful burger. Sandwich. No cheese. Well, once in a while I, I get cheese, but I got the lactose thing going and extra lettuce and extra ketchup. Extra lettuce, extra ketchup. That's and... one of the weirdest ones I've ever heard. <laughs> but you're right though. It's like it's super cold. It's it's super warm. And then you'll have the uh cold the, Heinz right there. The cold ketchup right there. Yep. And that and that that really uh refined or or um you know uh salt. You know, the salt that's really small and it's not the big like you know, salt you get out of a salt shaker. It's like really like a like a fine mist of salt. I, I've not seen that anywhere else a mist. either. Yeah, it's like a salt mist. Very true. Ah, uh, I I'm I, look. I went for lunch. I might go again after work. And when I get there with my daughter, the longer the line, the better for me. The more time I can spend, uh, you know, grilling uh-huh. her, grilling her about uh, her life. Hey, so uh, what's going on with you? What's going on with uh, your room? What's going on with your friends? What's going on with this? What's going on? With She's like, Dad. Please, it's only a burger. Does she give you the? Does she give the syllable answers? No, she she used to, 
And and now she uh, she bangs it out. I mean, she's you know when when my daughter was young, she was very shy. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Abelia, you remember that where she never talked to anybody. Oh yeah. She, she was, was so shy. Super shy. Like, didn't want people to even get near her. No, yeah. not even close. She would get not, she would hide behind me and not let anyone get near her. Yeah, she I remember so a couple sweet. of the parades. Yeah. It's like I think when I first met her, it was like a, one of the Huntington Beach parades, and it was and you like jump right and you're like, oh yeah, she doesn't. And she's kind of she's really shy, and I was like, oh okay. Yeah, she's just not that way so much anymore, huh? She busted out of her shell man and now she's Tim I don't know if you remember when she was little and and um I played with her in the office for a little bit and then at the end of the night I kneeled down to give her a hug and she gave me a hug and you were standing behind her and you were like whoa (laughs) I know I couldn't believe that you're like she doesn't do that she doesn't do that anybody with her grandmother or grandfather nobody man you really connected with her there were there were two people that really connected with her the very first time they met you and her aunt uh Cheryl in Oregon. Uh, the first time she met her Aunt Cheryl, she gave her a big hug. She never met this woman in her life. And they played, uh, you know, ball together, and, and she gave her a big hug. But That's Very she, interesting. She's very she's very cautious uh, about, uh, you know, who she lets uh, into her uh, life like that. Mine went the other way with, with like, conversation. She, oh, really? She, she got, like, it's like, if I go out somewhere, we go to In-N-Out, we're in the line, I'm trying to talk to her. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm trying to do with you right now? (laughs) That's great. That's great. Well, I'm sure she, I, you know they go through phases. She, yeah, you know? absolutely. She def, she's definitely been breaking out of it lately. Yeah, and you can can never judge them on any one phase that they're in. Yes, you know? absolutely. Yeah, you gotta you gotta just uh, ride the wave, and you know, they'll come back. Yeah, you don't have any choice. Having a kid definitely teaches you how little choice you have over people. Oh yeah, <laughs> you right. You think, oh, I own her. She belongs to me. She's my property. No, you don't. You can't control anything. Right. And you go to bed one night, going, you know, I'm not doing anything for her, her mom anymore. And then you wake up in the morning and go, hey, where are we going to breakfast? Exactly. You know, <laughs> You're right back on board, man. Stop right back. Kids. Yeah, they're the best. Does- With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Chad, does the name Chad Hurley mean anything to anybody? Chad Hurley, anybody? No? Well, he's the guy that founded and created a little thing I like to call YouTube. Right? Chad Meredith Hurley, born in 1977. He's an American webmaster and businessman who served as an advisor for the CEO of YouTube. He also founded Mixbit, but he created, Hurley founded YouTube in 2005 with his friend Steve Chen. And on October 16th, 2006, so remember, they've had it for one year. In one year, they sold YouTube 
to Google for $1.6 billion. They owned it for one year, and they sold it to YouTube, to Google, for $1.6 billion. Quite a week, uh, a year's worth of work, right? A billion dollars. And his share was, um, I think, $345 million. Here is the whip around. Let's do it with music. What the hell? I mean, let's enjoy ourselves, all right? Whip around music. Uh, in, in 2006, they, they sold YouTube for $1.6 billion. How much, if YouTube was not purchased by Google, how much would YouTube be worth today? How much would YouTube be worth in 2022? Stefouche, one point six billion in two thousand six. Stefaroni, uh, one trillion. All right, I'm just gonna pretend that you never said that. Okay, <laughs> uh, Crozier. Uh, I'll go two hundred bill. Two hundred billion. All right. Uh, what about uh, Balioski? Uh, two hundred and fifty. 250. David Josie, want to play here, bub? Yeah, I was going to say 500 billion. 500. Wow. Uh-huh. All right. Uh-huh. $165 billion. All right. Uh-huh. $165 billion. Do you think that this guy who created it, this guy Chad Hurley, thinks about that at all when he goes to bed at night? <laughs> that he sold it for $1.6 billion and now it's worth 100 times that? $160 billion. That is wild. And he sold it again for how much? 1.6. Yeah. And it literally, is that 160 160. Now? He j- just literally added a bunch of zeros to it. He he. It's 100 times more than what he sold it for. <sighs> if he just held on to it for another two years, they said it would have sold for nearly $40 billion. If he just held on for two years. Two years. Isn't that wild? I mean, that that he created when my daughter was born back in 2005, so it's 16 years old, and I, I, the numbers are just I, I can't wrap my my head around. Can't it. wrap your head around. I, uh, they're just too big. They're too huge. I do like Steph Stephusha's answer though. A trillion dollars, right? Knocked it out. <laughs> well, you never know. That'd be great if you just said like 50 trillion. You're like, oh, 160 billion. You're like, oh, that's all. Do you know what the what he actually was uh, made the website for? No, it was for dating. Is that right? For YouTube? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, and then what happened? No dates. No, apparently not. Um, he also created Mixbit. I'm not sure what that is. Mixbit. That I don't know. In uh, August, uh, he launched another company called Mixbit which does video editing using smartphones. Oh, okay. Well, that's probably uh, pretty cool. Stayed in the business. So like TikTok? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's also made several investments. He's part owner of the Golden State Warriors and also the um, Los Angeles Football Club. Uh, let's see. Well, that's kind of cool, right? His personal life. Let's get into this here. Uh, Hurley <laughs> was formerly married to Kathy Clark, the daughter of Silicon Valley's James H. Clark. They divorced in 2014. He remarried in 2020 
to Elise uh, Walden. I don't know who those people are. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but there's always, you know, every time you see computer guys, there's always a black and white picture of them when they started their company, and they're looking off into the distance. You know, they're in an office that has is pretty bare bones, and their hair is long and a little messed up, and they're looking off into the distance, like thinking about something. Those guys have all the dough, man. All those geeky, goofy kids, you know, who uh, were into computers when we were going through school. Those guys made all the dough, man. The meek. Yep. Hey, all of it. All right, quick Dodger score for you Dodger fans out there. In the top of the eighth inning, eighth inning, Dodgers five, Mets one. So in the last uh, 17 innings since yesterday, the start of yesterday's game, the Mets have only scored one run. Ah. Uh. Run one. They're the they're leading the National League East, and they've only scored one run against the Dodgers. That is unbelievable, right? Okay, in LA, we have time for this. Uh, I think we do. Yeah, we've got a new officer, a new office, I should say, the office of Heat. L.A. just joined a small number of cities around the world in appointing its first ever heat officer. Here in the mayor's office, they introduced Marta Segura, who is a social impact strategist. Today, she said one of her top priorities will be preventing heat deaths and hospitalizations, which occur much more often in low-income communities. Okay. All right. A heat office, right? Most of our uh, low-income rentals. Uh, don't come with ACs or much less air filtration systems. So we're going to be approaching that more sy systemically by looking at our building codes, and we're going to be creating a climate vulnerability assessment that's going to give us very accurate data across the city of Los Angeles to create that heat action plan. A big part of Segura's job... Do you guys have a heat action plan at your house? ...to create that heat action plan. Do you have a heat action plan? Heat, heat action plan. I don't have any heat action plan. I just turn the AC on, right? That's my heat you action actually plan. Actually, do man. have one, don't you? Wait, you have you at Belly? Do you have a heat action plan? I, I don't, but I think you do. What? What are you you've accusing got, me of? I'm not accusing you of anything, but you've got everything set up in your place uh... to combat just about anything that could go wrong. <laughs> That's true. You got I, humidifiers, I, generators. Right. I got blood pressure machines. Uh, <laughs> I've got a humidifier. I you got have a generator. You a refrigerator as a nightstand in your bedroom with ice water. Used to. That was uh, taken out. Yeah. I uh, took that downstairs. How many refrigerators, Crozier, do you own? How many refrigerators do you own? Me? Yeah. Uh, w one main refrigerator. I've got a small one in the garage that's got, you know. Water oh, I thought you had there. like five or so. No, I, I had Those are another, fireplaces. Got five I, fireplaces. Yeah, <laughs> fireplaces. Right. I had another big one in the in the garage, but when one of the girls moved out, I gave it to them. So ah, but otherwise, and we got a we got a, one of those floor freezers like you were talking about. I think you have. Oh yeah, the floor, floor those are great. Yeah. So let me see. I have um. Let me see how many refrigerators. I have one, two. Real not, actual not bragging. whole. No 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 mini and, oh, okay. and big yeah. ones. Uh, so I have one two. Three, we have four total refrigerators. Um, but one came with the house, and we had already bought ours like two months before we moved, so we got screwed there. So we have two like conventional size and then two mini ones, right? Two little tiny mini fridges, right? You can only put like 10 drinks in there. But those are the, those are the uh, greatest. But fireplaces, Crozier, you knock it out. I have fewer fireplaces than you do refrigerators. That's true, but you have three <laughs> fireplaces, right? Can you can you burn uh, wood? Uh, 
they're both uh, two of them are uh, one we don't we don't use there's nothing in it it's a deadline but uh, it can be i can cap it off and make it more uh, of a regular wood burning one the other two are, are gas oh i see okay yeah. All right, but that's... and and this and of those two, ones on this on in our bedroom above the first one, so they're, they're basically the same the same chimney. Yeah, the same chimney. Oh, I see. Okay, all right. Must be nice. Huh? It ain't like you look at our house and go, "Is that a castle? Where's the moat?" <laughs> <laughs> what does what your backyard look out to? Like, like, is there another house behind you? Uh, there is a uh, like a townhome sort of complex on the other side of our wall. Can you see it? You can see like the tops. Of oh, okay, it. Uh, yeah. But uh, people, those people, they can't see into our backyard where our, where our pool and jacuzzi is now. Wait, what? They they can't see into our backyard. Wait, you have a pool? Yeah, and jacuzzi. And jacuzzi. I'll be hitting that tonight when I get home. Oh way. my! It's been a long God. week, baby. Wow. So what is so Come while on, you're in man. this jacuzzi, she fire up the fireplace and throw that uh <laughs> that bearskin rug down there. <laughs> Get rolling. I I, I, I don't I don't remember ever, you ever mentioning you had a pool. Yeah, we got a pool. That's crazy. And it's an in ground. Wow. <laughs> God almighty, I got to get into the news business. Come on. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Anytime, brother. Come on over. News Come business. the dark side. <laughs> the dark side. That's classic. I would love one switch over from Crow to Tim and you doing the news. Yeah, let's do that. Do that All right. Time. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but, uh, <laughs> but but I I recommended to Rob Bertolucci. I said, you know, when I when I take a vacation and you're not on vacation, Crozier should be hosting this show. Yeah, that's the problem, though. Well, no, but I mean, but <laughs> if we I'm work it out, it's usually gone too, <laughs> right? But if we work it out, man. You, uh, uh, I don't think anyone would keep the audience, uh, you know, like you would. I think you would knock it out. I really do. Uh, honestly, God, I, I, I would love I to hear that, that too. Man. I really would, and and, I, and I'm not the only guy that said that too. I get email. All right, uh, tomorrow is the big car show that I'll be uh, emceeing, right? Car show and safety fair. It's going to be tomorrow between 9 a.m. and 3 p.m. Uh, out at uh, Topanga, Warner Center Park, 5800 Topanga Canyon Boulevard in Woodland Hills. So LAPD will be out there. Uh, I think uh, Deputy Chief Donald Graham will be there. If you're a big uh, L.A. Deputy Chief fan, he'll be sliding out there. And also uh, another commander is going to be out there, Al Pace, Pasos. Pasos? P-A-S-O-S. And LAPD Valley Traffic, VTD, will be out there. So that'll be cool. Come on out. It's free to get in. And there's going to be a lot of uh, food trucks out there, a lot of things to see. A lot of guys dressing up like their car, which is cool, right? I know I've made fun of them in the past, but I don't, not tomorrow I will, I will not be. You know, guys dressing like their car. You know, they got a red and black car. They got a red and black shirt, red and black hat, red and black pants, red and black shoes, red and black, red and black, red and black, red and black. Um, but that's really like the only time you see people like dress up like their car. I saw a guy on the Ventura Freeway. This years ago. He was driving a yellow and black motorcycle. He had yellow or black pants on with a yellow stripe. And he had a yellow and black uh, leather jacket on and a yellow and black helmet. And I thought to myself, well, that guy's dressing up like his motorcycle. <laughs> I, I would never dress up like my car. I don't know if they, people would, would talk to me if I did that. Didn't Rocky do that in one of his movies? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Right? Yeah. 
I, I, I don't. I think my friends would worry about me if I started dressing up my like my car. Oh my god! You know, I've never been that uh, car guy. Just haven't. Just don't care about cars like that. Really? Well, you'd be have. the perfect guy to come by the show tomorrow. Then Crozier, uh, right, uh, right? See me there. Yeah. Right. Um, but anyway, uh, tomorrow's gonna be a great, uh, great time out there. It's Valley Traffic Division's 19th annual Still Saving Lives Car Show. So come on out. We'll uh, see you out there. I'll be there. They asked me to be there for the MC and giving out the awards at 2.30. So they said, anytime before 2.30. I'm like, you mean like 2.25? And they're like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess. God, do, are you committed to anything in your life? And I'm like, you're done. You're done. When uh, when I when I was I lived in D.C. for the early part of my high school years, just outside of D.C. in Maryland, and uh, the neighborhood that I was in, there wasn't really much of a thing where the kids like got cars like 16, 17, 18 or something like right. that because you know it was more inner city. But in my sophomore year, I moved down to to Southern Maryland, which was very country, Calvert County. You couldn't have you couldn't buy or sell. Uh, less than three acres of land. Everybody had at least three acres wow. of land in this county. So consequently, it's very country. And I went from an atmosphere where nobody really had guns to everybody had guns. And they were, <laughs> they, it was all, it was either Chevy Novas or Mustangs or things like that. And so in El Caminos. So I grew up in that atmosphere with these guys that were already kind of embedded in that sort of atmosphere. Sure. So they were all about their cars. Oh, man. that's great. Cleaning dude. them every day, <laughs> opening up the hood and just right. cleaning the, every the little part. And I'm going, I admire that. I just don't care that that's much. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. I remember when I, I got a car, I got a, a 1981 Corolla. Um, and Man, I spent every day an hour cleaning that thing up, detailing it, turning the lights on and off, sitting in it with the air conditioning on. I I loved uh, that car, and and I don't know if we're the like the last generation, and maybe there are some kids like this. But when I turned sixteen, I couldn't wait yeah. to get in that car and get the hell out and get on the road. But man, these kids nowadays are like, no, maybe I'll get my license, maybe I won't. You know, maybe I'll get a car. Maybe I won't. You know, they're just not into it. Yeah, our our the uh, Jen's son, he's he's uh, eighteen and he does not have his license. Is that right? Yeah, he's not interested in it. Huh? Just, he's kind of like, mm, go get it when I need it. I suppose. Really? Yeah. Wow, man. My dad and look, this is the dumb one of the dumbest things my dad ever did. Um, but my dad, when I was fifteen or fifteen and a half. And if he needed something at the store and he didn't feel like going, he would give me the keys and I would go to the store, you know, and or I'd go to, you know, his his house because we, he wasn't living with my mom. They had disagreements. <laughs> and <laughs> that's what we called him back then. Yeah. And I would I would drive the kids between my mom's and dad's house. Well, my dad lived four or five miles from my mom. And so every morning when I was in high school, I was 15 and a half. And I would get up in the morning and drive my 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 three brothers. I think I had three brothers in school then, maybe four. I'd, I'd drive my four brothers and my sister. My, no, my four brothers. I'd drive my four brothers from my dad's house to my mom's house so they could get ready for school and take the bus or drive them to school. I was 15 and a half, and I had four kids in my car. Can you imagine if I got into an accident or, or God forbid, ever hit anybody? And ran him over. I was 15 and a half with no license, no insurance. And my dad didn't care. He's like, hey, because I trust you. You know, 
and I and I drove it 15 and a half with no license, wow. no permit, nothing. Just uh, you know, he trusted trusted me, which was really a uh, dumb of him. Yeah, I was just going to say. Mm-hmm. And and I and I and I remember this <clears throat> very clearly happened. <clears throat> I was driving my my mom's station wagon. It was one of those old Mercury wagons, you know, where you can drive like nine people and luggage to the airport. One of those with a flip up seat in the back. And I was driving southbound on Balboa Boulevard. I remember that like this was yesterday. And I was passing the fire station, station, which was a block before Ventura Boulevard. And I went in through a crosswalk. And another car was stopped. And I understand why that car was stopped. And I flew through a crosswalk. And I missed a kid by about a foot. <sighs> and I was unlicensed, 15, and I almost decapitated this kid. <sighs> And I freaked out. I pulled over and I walked home, which is only about a mile, mile, maybe a mile and a half. And I walked home and I told my dad, I said, hey, there's something wrong with the car. I had to uh, pull over. <laughs> and then he went and got it. But I didn't tell him why I, I uh, pulled over because I didn't want him to take that privilege away from me. I didn't want to tell him I almost killed a kid. And in a way. it would have killed it would have killed his career. I think, you know, it would have had an effect on his career. Yeah. yeah. You know. I mean, if, if I had killed somebody uh, in a crosswalk, 15, and my dad let me drive, it would have had an effect on his career. It would have had an effect on my, my life, my entire life. It would have had an effect on, the, obviously, the kid I decapitated and his family. That's a perky thought to end the week on. Oh, my God. Hey, here, how about this one? We were talking, what was it, yesterday, the day before, about Krispy Kreme? Yes. You know, they got a special that's going on from now until Labor Day. Today's National Donut Day, so you know we knew about that. You could have gone sure. multiple other places, but from now until Labor Day, Krispy Kreme's got a deal where if you if you go buy a Krispy Kreme and you see that they have that hot light on, right, uh, you can go in and get a free one. Really? Until until Labor Day, from now oh, until that's right. And they also say if you go to their website, they'll uh, they'll let you know when the hot light's going to come on. Oh, that's on. awesome. So can, yeah, so it's like you can get Krispy Kreme every single day. I also heard that if you take your report card there, they give you a donut for every A you have on your report card. Really? I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, um, I would have starved as a kid. <laughs> but uh, I also I went to a Randy's Donuts in Burbank, the yeah. new one. And yeah. I thought there was going to be like 100 people in front of me. There was two people in front of me. Really? Yeah. It was, uh, and like you say a, they're they're the more uh, lighter ones, like Krispy Kreme. No, they're or they're cakey. They're cakey. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they do have they do have the raised, you know, the chocolate raised. But okay. there's a lot of cakey stuff. So I bought Belly's going to kill me. Mm. I bought a a Devil's Food, which is you know the chocolate cake with chocolate mm-hmm. icing, and I, I put it up on the counter. And I guess I didn't put it on the counter. I put it on the kitchen table, <clears throat> and Jen woke up woke up to. An empty bag. Ernie ate the entire <gasps> chocolate donut. Is he okay? He's fine, but wow, it scared the hell out of me. Yeah, you know. I heard that it's dark chocolate's the big problem, but chocolate in general is. But I heard dark chocolate is a bigger problem. I don't know. And then my wife said, "My wife." She said, "Did you feed him the donut, or did you just left it there on the <laughs> counter?" <laughs> Why would you? Do- Wow. He can get up because she thinks I hate that dog. I don't. I don't want to kill him. I Wait, just, I did didn't you like him eat when the donut? I, Are you blaming Ernie? <clears throat> oh yeah. I, no, I didn't eat the donut. Ernie ate the whole donut, but she thinks I gave it to him. Like you know, like I, I, I like you know, can't stand his bark. I'm like, here, you want some more chocolate, dog? Here, <laughs> take, a, take a ton of chocolate, right? And that's not true. I love the dog. I just don't like when he barks. How did um, he get up on the table? He jumped up on on a chair, a chair. and then jumped yeah. over on a bench, then jumped up on the table. Wow, obstacle course. Guy ate the whole donut, man. He went nuts Damn. on it. Just one. Ooh. Yep. 
Just one donut, but man, he enjoyed it. He chocolate all over his face. He loved it, man. I might get him another one. All right, we're no. live on KFI AM 640. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.